Good morning. This is Dr. Lewis Blevins of Pituitary World News, podcasting from Northern California. Today is our fifth in the series of drugs that are used to treat patients with hypercortisolism due to Cushing's disease. And I'll review the only drug in the class of medications that affects the glucocorticoid receptor. The drug is mifepristone, also known by its trade name of Corlum. This drug is approved by the FDA for the use in patients with Cushing's who have either failed surgery or are not candidates for surgery. The drug acts by modulating the activity of the glucocorticoid receptor and thereby decreasing the effect of glucocorticoids on body tissues. It also acts against the progesterone receptor and that can account for some of the side effects and contraindications that we'll discuss later. I remember this drug being employed in patients with Cushing's as early as the mid-1980s. There are case reports of its use in patients with Cushing's who were too sick to go to surgery. Patients with ectopic ACTH hypersecretion, Cushing's in severe uh, psychosis, for example. All of the reports demonstrated marked improvement of those patients. It was not formally studied, however, until the first decade in the, the 21st century. It was used in studies of psychotic depression, uh, and the company at the time, uh, Corset Pharmaceuticals, decided to do the formal studies that were really necessary and required in hypercortisolism. So they designed a study called the Seismic Trial. And uh, ultimately the drug was approved by the FDA uh, to treat patients with Cushing's disease. It, the data were not uh, sufficient to gain approval to treat psychotic depression. So in a way, this drug's availability was a byproduct of another study, so it's pretty awesome, actually. In that study, uh, it was 50 patients studied for 24 weeks, and they looked at a number of different outcomes of things that we expect to get better in patients with hypercortisolism who are treated with medications. What they showed was that glucose tolerance improved, uh, Hemoglobin A1C decreased by 2%. Patients who were on insulin or other medications for diabetes had their doses reduced. Body weight decreased by about 6.8 kilograms on average for a total of about 5.7% of the pretreatment body weight. Uh, a quarter of patients had a greater than 10% reduction in their body weight. Fat mass decreased, weight circumference decreased. Uh, depression improved. They had a list of reviewers who would review all of the data from the patients, uh, sort of a global uh, data um, review, and found that 85% of patients demonstrated improvement uh, in response to treatment. And this is looking at everything, uh, depression, symptoms and signs, weight, uh, etc. There was a follow-up study that was published several years later in patients who are treated for up to three and a half years, and it showed in that group that the uh, average weight decline was about 10 kilograms, uh, and for a total of about 9.3% of the pretreatment body weight, and uh, about a third of patients had lost 10% of their weight or more. The drug comes in 300 milligram tablets, and uh, about 85% of patients end up on 600 milligrams or more daily. 
Some of the side effects of this drug include the well-known syndrome of cortisol withdrawal that we see in all patients with Cushing's who improve in response to treatment. Uh, there is the possibility patients will be overtreated and have adrenal insufficiency, but I think that most of the people who have the symptoms that would suggest adrenal insufficiency probably have cortisol withdrawal. Hypokalemia is common, uh, and this is um, complex, and it results from the rise in ACTH and cortisol that can be seen when you block the glucocorticoid receptor. In fact, there's data that suggests that if the ACTH goes higher than 112 and the serum cortisol higher than 27 after a few weeks of treatment, you're more likely to see hypokalemia. This relates to basically cortisol overwhelming the enzymes that metabolize and dispose of cortisol and inactivate it, and then the high levels of cortisol in the kidney have access to the mineralocorticoid receptor and cause the hypokalemia. Some patients will have hypotension or relative hypotension, so uh, you have to lower the blood pressure medicine when necessary. Others are going to have lower blood glucoses, and you have to lower the medications for diabetes. Uh, because of the antiprogesterone receptor effects, it's important to screen for and exclude women who are pregnant before starting treatment with this drug. And one should understand that endometrial hypertrophy uh, or thickening is common in women who uh, take this medication, and that might result in dysfunctional uterine bleeding and the need for a DNC. I have used uh, mifepristone a couple of times in patients with Cushing's. The most illustrious case is that of a man who presented with a septic uh, sternoclavicular joint and um, marked Cushingoid features, psychosis, significant weight gain, hypertension, hyperglycemia, just really as sick as he could be. In fact, I didn't think he would survive his uh, sepsis due to his uh, infection of the sternoclavicular joint. We treated him with mifepristone and uh, he was hospitalized probably for six weeks thereafter. Uh, treated for probably eight to 12 weeks total, lost about 60 pounds in weight, had near normalization of his glucoses, control of his blood pressure, and uh, a marked improvement in his mental status and cognitive function, and he was able to successfully undergo transphenoidal surgery after about three to four months of treatment. So it's a very uh, impressive response to the drug uh, in this patient. Physicians who have more experience with this drug than I uh, also report similar dramatic responses to treatment in some of their patients. So it's certainly a drug worthy of consideration in your patients with Cushing's disease who fail to achieve uh, control with surgery or who are not candidates for surgery. I think this drug also has some utility in primary adrenal disorders where surgery is not indicated or desired by the patient and certainly patients with ectopic ACTH hypersecretion where you can't find the tumor or they have metastases and uh, they've either been unresponsive to other drugs or uh, would prefer this drug to treat symptoms and signs of hypercortisolism, uh, that, that's another, another consideration uh, when trying to determine the most appropriate course of treatment for your patient. Once again, Dr. Lewis Blevins uh, from uh, Pituitary World News. Uh, thanks for listening. Have a great day.